Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The vaccine mandate wars are heating up. There's a lot of stuff apparently big tech and big pharma do not want you to know. There was a cable TV smackdown and those are getting better and more vicious. And Trump derangement syndrome seems to still be alive. And well, at least one network is overwhelmed with it. Wait until you hear the did they really just say that moments we have for you this week. I'm Nancy Shack. I'm Ben Parker. This is News Bite. We're starting to see waning immunity against infection. We got vaccines to help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new a new way of doing the vaccine. Well, the people are very angry. We're saying hang my Because it's, it's common sense. Can those Republicans support somebody who defended rioters calling for the execution of his former vice president? That was a little bit of a sneaky thing. That was Jonathan Carl of ABC. I don't know if you know, but Jonathan Carl actually came out and he's written a book about part of the Trump administration. Doesn't everybody write a book eventually? They do. They do. It's part of, you know, I'm waiting for your book. I think That's, you should be writing a book. keep waiting. I can't write. But as part of his book, oh, please. As part of his book, um, he interviewed President Trump and President Trump granted the interview. Now, there's a big group of people who say President Trump has got to stop giving interviews. But I think that President Trump is crazy like a fox. I think he gives these interviews because it enables him to show people the dichotomy between truth and reality and how the mainstream media likes to present things. And one of those is that one of those examples was in the intro. Specifically, well, these are these are the cuts. This is Jonathan Carl talking to President Trump and he asked him a question, is Mike Pence a pussy or a patriot? Cut 34. There was a report, excuse my language, not, not mine, it was in the report, yeah. uh, that you talked to him uh, that morning and you said you could be a patriot or you can be a did you, did you really say that or is that, or is that a incorrect? Uh, uh, I wouldn't dispute it. Really? I wouldn't dispute it. I that, wouldn't dispute it means I said it, yes, right? Yes, it does. He does, doesn't remember, but he, he doubts that he, it sounds like something he'd say. So he's, he's, he's good with it. By the way, I, just, I mean, not for nothing, and, and I don't want to take, you know, jump in too long, but in private conversations, and whether you're the president and the vice president, whether you're uh, me and you, whether you're uh, you know, Fred down the street and, and Bob, in private conversations, I couldn't give a crap less what you say. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe There's if you were plotting to bomb something. saying something not for publication and saying yeah. something, you know, Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you and I have an, an off the, uh, you know, not on this podcast kind of conversation, oh. eh, you know, we, we could be, we, even on the podcast we can, but I don't really care. If, if, if Donald Trump said that to Mike Pence in a private, you know, kind of behind the, or phone call or whatever, said, hey, you're a, you're a pussy or a patriot, eh, fine, I don't care. I could care less. Okay. Couldn't yeah, care less, I, I should say. I, I tend to agree with that, as a matter of fact. Um, so, yeah, I don't call it, I don't care if President Trump called the vice president, you know, the P word or, you know, which P word? Pussy yeah. or Patriot? I don't even care if he calls um, me the P word. Well, there you go. 
Um, but then, so he went on, and but you hear the tone in Trump's voice. He's just he doesn't sound like he's really terribly angry with um, with the vice president. Although he was asked, you know, can you forgive him? And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm not sure that I could. Cut 36. If Pence did what you wanted, you think you would still be in the White House? I think we would have won, yeah. Can you ever forgive him for that? Uh, I don't know, because uh, um, I picked him. I like him. I still like him. Uh, but I don't know that I can forgive him. Okay, so again, he's still, he sounds pretty rational, reasonable, right? Not, mm-hmm. not too vicious. Um, and then Carl asked the president, former president, if he would ask Pence to run with him again if he chose to do so. Cut 36A. I mean, I assume Pence is no longer on that list. Well, I didn't say that, but... But, know, I mean, I can assume that, can't but, I? But uh, he did the wrong thing. Yeah. He's a very nice man. I, I like him a lot. Yeah. I like his family so much, but uh, he, did, he did... It was a terrible... It was a tragic mistake. So this is leading up to the question, and this is the question that Jonathan Carl tried to do a gotcha with the president. He's asking the president, um, essentially, did he support the people that were chanting "Hang Pence" uh, on the January during the January sixth riot? Cut thirty-five. Were you worried about him during that, that siege? Were you worried about no, his safety? No, I thought he was well protected, and I, I had heard that he was in good shape. No, you I heard those chants. That was terrible. I mean, it was, you know, the... He could have... Well, the people were very angry. We're saying, hang my Because it's, it's common sense. How can you... If you know a vote is fraudulent, right? Yeah. How can you pass on a fraudulent vote to Congress? Now, let me ask you, mm. um, when you hear that cut, and you can play it again if you need to, uh, so the president, he's asked, you know, were you with those people? And he goes, he doesn't say, yes, I agreed with them. He says, I understand that they were angry, you know, because, you know, they were perceiving election fraud. And that's what I took away from that, that he understood the anger of the people. He wasn't condoning it. He was understanding it. Well, I wasn't condoning or condemning it. So yes. then you start to think, well, so was. I mean, then you have no, to kind of put I, no, yourself no, no, in his no, head. No. I don't want to go there. I'm just saying. Understand. What do you take away from that one cut? But we'll get into a discussion about the rest of that coming up but what do you take do you take away yeah i'm with those people or they were angry i don't condemn it i don't condone it that's they were angry yeah well i i just take it is he was uh, you know non-committal committal right yes. he was so yes. uh, I, I don't know what was in his actual heart at that moment well, but he was non-committal i'm asking committal. you how he sounds i'm not asking you what he actually felt i'm asking you what is he conveying he's fact. conveying he's conveying that he's not conveying anything is really there what you he's go conveying. okay so so that's i agree with you so, but this is now, this is Jonathan Carl. He's on ABC. He's in an interview with, with George Stephanopoulos regarding his book. This is what Jonathan Carl took away from that response from the president. Cut 37. There's no response to any of this from Mike Pence yet. But, George, the real question is the one that you asked just now, Senator Barrasso, uh, to Republican leaders and to Republican rank and file of voters, as Donald Trump is very clearly suggesting that he uh, is planning to run, or at least strongly considering running for president again, can those Republicans support somebody who defended rioters calling for the execution of his former vice president? That's the question for every Republican leader now. Did you get that from that cut, that the president was supporting people who wanted to execute Mike Pence? No, I did not. However, now, I mean, what I would say, what I would say is because he was noncommittal committal, right, he was kind of like walking right down the center of the road on that uh, response, 
He could have said, those people were freaking wrong and they shouldn't have said that about Mike Pence. And then everybody would have gone. We're not talking about woulda, coulda, shoulda. I know. No, we're but, talking about what did he say I and how it that. was interpreted by the media, by the mainstream media. I, I, I understand that. And that's why I'm saying he walked pretty much right down the center yeah. of the road. He wasn't calling for anybody to be executed. He wasn't supporting anybody who was calling He wasn't calling for anybody to be executed, but, but he wasn't calling for anybody not to be executed. Well, that he, was the non-committal committal. Can I now turn around and say, well, you were calling for execution because you're not calling for anybody to be executed either. The point is, he didn't say that. He didn't, he never said that. Yet, even faced with the audio of what the president said, the mainstream media reporter there is completely mis misrepresenting what the president said. I suspect that is why President Trump still does interviews, even though most people say they're a trap. You know, he's too egotistical. He shouldn't do them because, you know, they get this stuff out of him. I think he is who he is. He says what he says. It's there on tape for everybody to hear. Yet even with standing next to that, Jonathan Carl misrepresents what he said. Well, because as we both agreed, it was non-committal committal. I mean, he, he, he didn't say one way or the other specifically. That's not why he did it. No, no, he just no, said I, because that's I, not why I, he no, did it. No, I understand. It. What, yeah. I'm, what I'm saying, though, is because he didn't say one way or the other, hard and fast, slam his foot down on the floor, Jonathan Carl, and I'm sure other media people do this all the time, they drew their own conclusion from the non-committal committal. They said, well, we're going to assume what he meant. And that's more what they do. Because he was noncommittal about the answer. I mean, the answer wasn't, he didn't say, I think Mike Pence should have been hung, and he didn't say, I, I don't. He, he said a lot of people were angry, which, yeah. by the way, was true. Yeah. Um, but because he didn't, uh, and not, he didn't have to. You are such an apologist. No, I'm not. No, I'm no, are, no, I'm telling you why. The, I'm telling you why Jonathan Carl drew that conclusion. Should he have? No, because it's not. It's not a reporter's job to draw a conclusion. It's a, a reporter's he job to tell draw the facts. A conclusion. Well, he what did. He, no, what he did was misrepresent what the president said. That's different than drawing a conclusion. He actually misrepresented. I'm actually not and, defending Jonathan Carl here. You're making it sound like I am, and I'm not. He should have said the facts, and he should have said almost what we just discussed earlier, that the president was noncommittal or he, something along those lines. Absolutely, he, sh he could have said that. But the point is that they played, they actually played that exact cut that we mm -hmm. listened to before mm -hmm. he came on, and Jonathan Carl's interpreting it for his audience as calling for an execution, which was bizarre and out of and completely out which, off base which basically. to my point is you say i'm defending jonathan or imply that i'm defending jonathan Carl, which i'm not he shouldn't be doing that is no, what i'm saying he I shouldn't agree. be drawing conclusions it, it is non-committal which makes it hard to draw a conclusion uh but uh so you shouldn't draw a conclusion you should really just say and if you're going to be a reporter you, you you stick with the facts the fact is this is what the president said other people can make up their own minds if they want. But I agree with so, that. So I wasn't defending Jonathan Carl or being an apologist. I was basically saying what you were saying, probably just taking a, a different road, uh, taking a different turn in the rotary. Yeah. <laughs> the roundabout, whatever we call those dumbass things nowadays. Sorry, circles, never mind. I drifted. Traffic circles where I came oh, from. God. In Maryland, they're traffic They should circles. be banned, but they're building more of them. In that's New a, England, they're th rotaries. That's a show, by the way, uh, in and of itself. It anyway, is. continue. Maybe we'll do that someday. Continue, please. Well, there was another interesting uh, moment on, on, this was on cable news. This was between uh, Dan Bongino of Fox News and Hawk Newsom. Hawk Newsom is one of the founders of BLM in New York. Mm -hmm. And I don't know um, it, out there who knows the backstory of this, but, uh, you know, New York has a new, a new mayor-elect. And he's a former police officer. And one of the things that he ran on was bringing funding back to the police and bringing police back into the neighborhoods. And one of the things that the previous mayor, 
uh, Mr. de Blasio had done was to disband the plain clothes units. Um, and, of course, crime is soaring in New York and it's been a mess. So the new the new incoming mayor says, well, we're going to we're going to bring those back. And he had a meeting with Hawk Newsom at BLM and told him that. Well, after the meeting, Hawk Newsom spoke with the New York Post out in the street outside of um, outside of the uh, campaign headquarters and said, if they bring the plain clothes back, the plain clothes detectives back, there will be riots and there will be burning, threatening threatening violence if they brought back the plain clothes units of the New York police. So. Everybody was aghast at this, everybody meaning most of the media. So Dan Bongino had uh, Hawk Newsom on his show to give him an opportunity to walk that back a little bit and say, well, we didn't mean we're going to riot. This was the beginning of, uh, of the discussion, cut 40. We could take people from housing process projects who are caught up in the public assistance system, and we can give these people job skills. But you don't want riots, skills. right? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You Job don't want skills. riots, correct? And violence. I just Listen, want to get me, you on the record here. Let me explain something to you. Hawk. Let me explain no, no, something. I just to you. want to get you on the record. You don't want I'll, violence. I'm or going on the record right now. right now. I'm going on the record right now. Okay. As Dr. King said, riots are the voice of the unheard. It's a natural I, occurrence that if I'm people just keep, continue question. to be Do you traumatized or not? and oppressed, they will lash out. You condemn that's violence or not? But they shouldn't lash out, correct? Now, to me, that starts, that's sounding like he's saying, yeah, no, I'm not going to condemn riots. Um, but uh, Dan Bongino wanted more than, than this roundabout way of saying that. Cut 40A. What I'm telling you is the Boston Tea Party was a riot. It was because people were fed up. So they took to I'm the I'm not asking about the, the Boston Tea died. Party, Hawk. No, but I'm, we're, I'm we're, you're, you're, what you're question. talking to me about is... Do you condemn is, and, violence And it's amazing that this is Veterans Day, and the first man to die in the, the fight for this country... Was a black man named Christmas So you won't, Christmas why can't Adam. you just condemn violence? How does this why would Why Why would I condemn violence? Why Why would I do that? I believe in self-defense. I believe that if someone no attacks you. No one's talking you, about self-defense. Yeah, I don't know how self-defense got into, as, a, as opposed to rioting. Um, but then he made uh, Hawk Newsom, well, I should say actually um, Bongino made a big mistake. He actually insulted uh, Hawk Newsom, and I'm with Hawk Newsom. You'll hear his indignant response. Cut 40B. All right, let me make it simple. Forget con- okay. I, this. Cle- this is clearly a little bit over the head here. Do you condemn rioting head? and burning down over buildings? Over whose head? You, you, you're not answering the question. Do you condemn riots and burning down buildings after a police use of force incident you don't like? No, I, I can. I, what I'll say is I understand when a police officer unjustifiably kills someone why people lash out. I understand that completely. I didn't ask, I'm not why going can't to, you answer I'm the question? I'm not going to, I'm not going to condemn, you can't answer the nor question. am I going to condone it. 
So uh, to me, I think that was Bongino and his frustration started to slip a little, and then he slipped a lot. Cut 40C. When Osama bin Laden, when Osama bin Laden and those terrorists attacked the United States of America, can you let me talk? You have a show. You talk as much as you want. Talk a lot of junk, and then when I put you on the spot, you won't answer a damn question. Do you condone violence? I'm answering the question. Just condemning violence and burning of buildings down. How hard is this? Okay. So when Osama bin Laden attacked the World Trade Center, did you say wow, America should deal You're with not it peacefully? The question, man. And at that point, Hawk Newsom said, "I'm done," and he left during a live interview. Cut 40D. I'm posing right. questions have, to that you. That is nothing you know, to I do your with people burning down businesses in New York City. You're not going to answer the question, Hawk. But listen, uh, wait. I appreciate okay, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. I don't else condone it. I don't promote it, but I will not condemn it. Yeah, that's just cowardly, man. That's just cowardly. No, you're you a coward. For something. You know what? Yeah. You see, I'm you're trying coward, to bait yeah. me. God I'm bless you, yeah. man. I'm out of here. Nope. God bless. Yeah, yeah. You are out of here. You're right. Okay, I understand Bongino's frustration. He wants a yes or no answer. But the guy's answering the question in his way. He's not doing yes or no. He's saying, you know, Martin Luther King said riots are the voice of the unheard. He said, you know, he's viewing riots as self-defense. I don't agree with any of that, but that's what his responses are. So then Bongino starts to lose it, calls him stupid, essentially, and then calls him a coward. And then so Newsom's like, yeah, I'm done. I'm out of here. And it was very interesting because my... My personal allegiances were with Bongino because I agreed with his perspective, but I thought he handled it badly. Well, I don't think he handled it great, I, but I don't, I, I don't condemn, uh, condemn uh, <laughs> Bongino. I, I, look, the guy didn't answer the question, yeah. uh, and, and that right there, if you're an interviewer— uh, of any sort. I mean, if you, whether you're a, you know just a street reporter interviewing the mayor or the governor or whomever, um, if someone's not answering your question, it's frustrating as hell. And, and I mean, Bongino let the frustration get to him. That was obvious. But the guy didn't answer the question. You know, he did the whole uh, soft shoe song and dance. Uh, you know, bringing up 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 Martin Luther King, bringing up the, the Boston Tea Party. Uh, and by the way, I mean it was. I mean, the Boston Tea Party was. But th- this isn't the Boston Tea Party that Bongino was talking about. He's talking about just regular do you condone you know people going out and being violent and burning crap down I, the guy didn't answer the question I, I Bongino could have done it better but I I understand his frustration because pff, you know anybody who's been a reporter or, or done an interview and didn't have somebody answer a question understands his frustration I think it yeah. just by the way I get it too uh related to nothing yeah. um yes <laughs> I, I, is, is Hawk Newsom this guy's real name I, I or, believe it. Well, I don't or think is it Hawk, like a nickname? I don't think Hawk is his well, Christian it name. It could be, but I don't think it is. Well, the, the reason I say that is... That's how it, he's built, though. It, I, I don't care if you agree with him or not. It's a pretty freaking awesome name. It's a great Hawk name. Hawk Newsom. Yeah. It's a great Hawk name. New- he should be playing like, uh, I don't know, uh, so he should be doing something. Maybe like uh, one of those... Uh, uh, what was it? Tony for, Hawk. For he, all I know, Tony he Hawk used was to. a skateboarder. Yeah. So he should have been a skateboarder. Hawk Newsom. Here's Hawk Newsom coming down on the skateboard. I just, it's a great name. I, it's, th- a, it's a fabulous name, but I, you'd have to look him up to see if it's his, if it's his given name by his mom. I have no idea. Right. But um, he, w- he would know, I would think. Yeah, I, w- I was hoping. That's a question he, he might know. actually answer if you had him on the air. Maybe that's the first question if I ever have him on, I will ask. Forget the uh, condemning or condoning Next time violence. You do talk show, let's see if we can find Hawk Newsom. Hawk for Newsom. You. And yeah. the first question will be Is that your real name? Because it's, if it's not his real name, which yeah. it probably isn't, yeah. uh, it's got to come from somewhere, right? I mean, did he have good eyesight as a kid and they started calling him Hawk? I mean, there's all kinds of reasons people have nicknames oh, or whatever. Oh, listen, one of my producers is named E-Double, and his real name is Idris. So it's like, you know, okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. But He's Hawk, I mean, that has to come from somewhere. 
right? It does. All right. I just, I just curious. And it, now it, we're going to have to go find out. If Hawk Newsom is if listening to the podcast. If anybody out there knows about you, Hawk Newsom, right. let us know. Have him call us, too. We'll tell, tell you at the end. We'll give you, we'll, yeah, we'll give you the contact info at the end. Right. Anyway, just uh, that was unrelated to nothing, but okay. I, it's a cool name. I just okay. wonder where it came from. Thank so, you. So, well, there's another big fight that's going on, um, and everybody knows it. It's at the appeals court, or was at the appeals court of the U.S. It's the vac- federal vaccine mandate. Um, it was... It was appealed to the federal appeals court who said it is overreaching. The president may not do this. We're talking about the vaccination mandate. Mm -hmm. Um, It is on its way to the Supreme Court, or it's actually with the circuit court, then the appeals court. I mean, then the Supreme Court. Um, But while this is going on, while the fight over the mandates are going on, um, there's there's some more (laughs) tempers are hot when it comes to the vaccine mandate. And this was not helped by uh, Dr. Fauci. Uh, he did a podcast for the New York Times this week where he said that, uh, that the vaccinations don't last very long. Cut one. We're starting to see waning immunity against infection and waning immunity in the beginning aspect against hospitalization. Okay. And then Bill Gates, who's been a big proponent of the vaccination, um, COVID-19 vaccine, uh, came out and basically called it a failure. Cut 19. Economic damage, the, you know, the deaths, it's been completely horrific. And I would expect that will lead the R&D budgets to be focused on things we didn't have today. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new a new way of doing the vaccine. Now, by by the algorithms that have been used recently by Twitter and um, and Facebook and the like, big tech, uh, that would be actually called misinformation if it hadn't been uttered by Bill Gates and Dr. Fauci. By the um, way, you remember the? Uh, let me get to this before yeah, you ahead. before you go. And one of the one of the the things for misinformation, one of the penalties for misinformation, according to the Pfizer CEO, Mm. is that people should be jailed or considered criminals. Cut 15. But there is a very small part of professionals which they circulate on Mm. purpose misinformation so that they will mislead those that they have concerns. Those people are criminals. They're not Bad people, they're criminals because they literally costed millions of lives. So this this kind of conflicting information back and forth that we're getting, you know, you can't say anything bad against the vaccines unless you're Dr. Fauci or Bill Gates. Then you discover they're not working, but you got the Pfizer guy saying if you say things like that, you're considered a criminal. Has amped up the response of most people who are trying to deal with the vaccine mandates and what they do, make their own personal decisions. To a point where there are street fights going on. And this happened in New York where this man accosted a mobile COVID uh, vaccine uh, clinic that had, was pulled over to the side of the road. Cut four. Don't tell me. Call the police. I don't need Call you. the police. I don't even know you. I don't want to be on your cell phone. I don't I, it's too bad. It's public profile. It's public. Are you a pedophile? Are you a pedophile? I don't, I don't That's too bad. You're on public property. Call the police. You got a problem? Call the police. Well, that's too bad. You take a job poisoning people, we're going to expose you. 
So you know what she did? I've never seen this before. She had a bottle of Lysol. She came out and sprayed the crap out of him. And it did make him go away. Cup 4A. These people over here trying to take their test, and you all upon him. Sir, back up. You too close you, to this you man. You spray me? I'll call you the police on you. I'm sorry, sir. He bothering you. Sir, this bitch is spraying me. ass. Move. This is go viral. We don't get paid this enough for this. Move. Your ass. Move. I think that's assault, isn't it, Ben? Le- well, it probably is. My, my initial thought, though, was uh, thank God she didn't do that like a year ago because uh, Lysol was in short supply. And, and oh, boy, that's so true. That's worth, it was worth its weight. Wow, that would have been like a million dollars worth of Lysol that's you sprayed. So true. But, but now Lysol, by the way, you can get Lysol, and I, I don't even want to use the brand name. You can get disinfectant spray because yeah. there's tons of it in different brands. So everywhere. Uh, I, I, I do notice, of course, this is no surprise because... Uh, Everything's more expensive, but uh, disinfected spray is a hell of a lot more expensive uh, now than it was uh, uh, right before the pandemic. I can, t- I can assure you I that. Can imagine. As the person who does the shopping mostly in the house, it's like, hey, look, they got plenty of uh, disinfectant spray. And it's only 50 bucks a bottle. Holy crap. I got to get another mortgage on the house I for know. that. Well, you got to do that for chicken and hamburger and I stuff know. now, too. That's all another so story. So I'm sorry I interrupted you before Thank you. in no. regard to- I had uh, nothing. You had nothing. Well, I actually did. I, yeah. Well, my of course the 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 ship has sailed, as they say. No, uh, it but hasn't. B- but Bill Gates, who's talking yeah. about getting, you know, now we need something else, right? We got to find yeah. something else. I in my head, uh, Huey Lewis and the news uh, song, uh, uh, "I Want a New Drug," <laughs> came, came to mind. That was all. I was. Uh, oh, so, I wish I wish we had that. That would have been perfect. Yeah. So some some sometimes uh, I have funny things to say, and the the the, the time passes. So I think it was still good. I don't think the time, I don't think the window closed. By the way, uh, the vaccine mandate wars is how you described them in the open of the show. I was thinking to myself, that would make a great reality show. Oh my God, it would. On like, uh, but it would have to be like, wouldn't it have to be like AMC or A&E or one of those. uh, uh, It would have to be reality TV. Yeah, it wouldn't be like, I don't think it would be on the major network. It would be one of those. It could be on Nacho. Netflix could do it. It could be on Nacho. The vaccine mandate wars. And then you have people fighting over vaccines. Or the Smithsonian, one of those would do it People spraying Lysol on each other. I love it. I mean, this is, I mean, somebody's got to do this. You could do a combination of a reality show and Wipeout. In a wipeout, you get sprayed with you get you know either wipes tossed at you or yeah. Lysol sprayed. Well, you know that's which is fine now. Yeah. Uh, if the pandemic comes back in full force, uh, you can't be wasting Lysol and, and disinfectant wipes no, and stuff. True. That would be that's pff, very cra- true. who's going to pay for that? That's crazy. So all right. Anyway, in any event, let us know. By the way, I, I'm, we're very serious about finding out about Hawk Newsom. So if you know the truth of the matter, is that his Christian name? Let us know. You can contact Ben and I at Twitter at Newsbite Three. Or on Facebook at Newsbite. We upload a new episode every single Monday. So come back next week and see what new offerings we have. Have a wonderful week. I'm Nancy Shack. I'm Hawk Parker. Yeah, Not this really. is Newsbite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.